Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Uh, hi everyone. Hello everyone. My name is David Bell. My name is Tom Ryman. We just watched She Dies Tomorrow. She Dies Tomorrow. Mm, Like any of us could. Mm -hmm. Maybe we will, Tom. I mean, it's entirely possible. Oh, yeah, the way I'm living? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not fighting it at this point. You expecting someone? Hello, Jane. You okay? I just have this feeling I'm going to die but how do you know? I just know. Okay, so you don't know. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I just thought for a second when the lights went out that that was it. This sort of like crept out yeah. on VOD. Mm-hmm. It had a limited release in like drive-in theaters and stuff last weekend. Yeah. Uh, it. It's... We talked about it on Hypecast. It's a horror movie, technically. Kind of. Um, kind of. And I want to get into that. Um, what did you think of this movie, Tom? Um, I really liked it. Me too. Yeah. <clears throat> that said, I do not think audiences will. No, it it has um, almost universally good reviews from critics, but I noticed it has like two stars <laughs> yeah. on, on IMDb. Well, because it it's doing it wrong. Like, I, I actually kind of blame the movie for this. This is not a drive-in movie. No, not at all. Uh, this is not a fun horror movie. It's it's uh, a weird movie. It's not even a horror movie. No, not, it's, it's like a, it's a drama with some funny beats in it. Yeah. There's a couple of thriller elements, but I mean, really it's, this is just like a, a an exploration of what it's like to have an anxiety disorder. Yes. That's it's anxiety the movie. Yeah. Uh it starts with a woman kind of wandering around her ho- house uh listening to the same shit. Who who was she listening to? Mozart. Mozart, that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh over and over again, she had just moved into a house. She seems very weird. Um She's googling leather jackets uh, and urns and urns, and she calls her friend and uh, says, "You know, I, I'm gonna die tomorrow." Uh, she well, she doesn't. She says, "Like, will you? I can you if if when I die, can you make me into a leather jacket?" Uh, and like the the friend clearly is used to this. You know, right? It's 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 obvious that the character uh, who is named Amy um, has episodes sometimes. Yeah, and so she's sort of like her friends, like I can't do this, uh, and then it it goes to the friend. Mm-hmm. The friend visits, and then after visiting, the friend starts slowly getting convinced she's gonna die tomorrow. Yep, and then her friends <clears throat> are like. Or her brother right, has she, the same reaction of like, I can't do this. Yeah, she goes you. over to her brother's house uh, while they're having a party for his brother's wife's birthday, and she gives it to all of them. <laughs> yep. 
and they everybody reacts differently but everybody to the point that like <clears throat> it becomes it becomes a pandemic one of the women's goes to a doctor played by josh played lucas. by josh lucas yeah and he gets it in a matter of seconds yeah uh, it becomes a, a literal pandemic where uh by the end they're running into people we haven't even seen played by michelle rodriguez yeah michelle rodriguez reason. and olivia taylor dudley yeah and they all they have it and we don't mm-hmm. even know these people and where nope. they got it it's no, just yeah. dropping michelle rodriguez in in the last two scenes is a real shock <laughs> yeah it was wonderful she yeah, was, yeah. I, I like seeing her like in like kind of a serious role mm-hmm. um it's sort of comedic it's right. just they, everybody's they, everybody's dealing with it in a different way but i really liked where the character jane's story kind of ends um actually i liked kind of where everybody's story ended yeah because it, it starts from panic and then it kind of goes into like like amy starts like just doing bucket list stuff i guess yeah, um, she, she rides dune buggies. She she, she rides she was, dune buggies with Adam Wingard. Adam Wingard, yes. <laughs> She's sort of like I like her uh, the most because she was just like I want to be made into a leather jacket and ride dune buggies. Yeah. <laughs> it's like all right, cool. You're cool. Um, uh, yeah, it it, it it it's it's not. It's a movie about anxiety, um, but it it doesn't. I never really felt that anxious watching it. No, so it, it's, it's not. It's not that kind of movie. If that if that worries you, listener. it's more about. It's I think a lot of people we know have suffered from anxiety and depression. Yes, you know, myself included. Uh, everybody knows how like unfixable you feel, and then everybody knows someone who's suffered it in front of you, and they always seem it always seems so fixable. You know what I mean? Like when you're not experiencing it and you're watching someone else experiencing it, mm-hmm. you're like, come on. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, there's there's that level of like odd frustration where it's like you just want them to be fixed because it seems fixable. Um, and that's sort of how the characters act in this is you're watching them be like, I'm going to die tomorrow. And you're like, you have no reason to believe that. Yeah. And then it starts spreading and it's it, it's it becomes this thing where like it seems so simple the problem seems so easy to fix uh but it's it's completely uh enveloped them mm-hmm. and we slowly also learn who the carrier is or it's, or where it started it's a pizza it's a pizza delivery person it's a pizza delivery person yeah that that scene was kind of creepy oh my god yeah where he's just well, standing guy, at the door yeah, and then the reveal later that I'm pretty sure he shot himself. He shot himself, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> they keep flashing back uh, the character, uh, Amy. To like a few like, days before. She goes out of town to like a motel in the desert with her, it seems like her new boyfriend. Yes. Because uh, they keep referencing, like they, they're they're having conversations about each other's lives and they it, the movie begins with a close-up of Amy talking about she really enjoyed our, their short time together, even though she didn't really know him that well. Had only yeah. just started getting no, getting to know him, and then we see later in the film that that shot was when she goes back to the motel and finds him dead there. Um, yeah, she goes back basically. She said, "I just wanted to make sure this was real." Um, because he, he, there's a pizza man. Mm-hmm. He goes to get some pizza. We don't hear anything. Yeah, and he is just frozen at the door. Yeah, and we never see the pizza person, the delivery no, person. No, we don't. 
And that's what makes it cool. That's yeah. the creepiest part. <clears throat> and then he doesn't say I die tomorrow. He says the date he's gonna die. Yeah, he which says is in a couple days. It's the day. It's the the day after the following day. Yeah, and the day everybody else is convinced they're gonna die, which yes. makes it real even more creepy because it's not like. Oh, I just feel like I'm going to die tomorrow. They mean gonna, tomorrow I'm as in that specific day. That specific day, day yeah. Uh, as in, like, maybe the world ends or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. But I like... I love... Uh, go ahead. Oh, go on. I was just going to say, I love the two, the dolphin fucking lady. Uh, and <laughs> She was a fucking dickhead. Yeah, I know. She was. But I love when her and the, the brother get it and they like wake up their daughter by like crying and lying on her bed yeah and she first asked like have you guys been drinking like yeah yeah and her it's, mom's a, like, a it's a little great girl. moment yeah um yeah it was interesting to see everybody man it was really i really like what this movie has to say about that because i think it's a movie part of what it's about is about empathy yeah um, particularly the end scene when Jane wanders into uh, Michelle Rodriguez and Olivia Taylor Dudley's house and just starts swimming in their pool. And they've they've accepted it to such a degree that they're just like, you know, we're all in this together now. So why? Who, yeah. who, who do we care? Why do, what do we care that we don't know you? Sure, swim in the pool. Um, and they're just very chill about it. And they're just having very right. regular, almost cheerful conversations. Yeah, she's um, just like, I'm going to miss trees. Yeah, I'm going to miss trees, yeah. And Jane's just swimming in the pool with a huge stab wound. Yes. Um, because she has been stabbed uh, probably by her brother and his wife. Yeah. We don't really know. We don't really know. But it seems like that's what happened because... Because they blame her, right? His his wife does. Um, yeah. And sh- she's she's a, you know, she's a bitch. <laughs> she, she hates Jane. For some reason. Right. Um, and then as soon as they start feeling that way, she's like, your, your, your fucking sister did this to us. And he's like, okay, like what? So what do we do? And she's like, oh, you know what we need to do. Um, yeah. And then somebody attacks Jane in her basement. We don't ever see who it was. We just see the aftermath of it. Yeah. Um, and then later on, the brother, who is Chris Messina from uh, Birds of Prey. He sure is. <laughs> yeah, he is. It's a lot of people in there's this movie. There's a lot movie. of pe- there's a weird amount of people in this movie for such a yeah. small movie. Um later on uh we show it cuts to the next morning and he's watching the sunrise and his wife is behind him and she's like I think he asks her do do you feel any different after what yeah. we did? And she says no I don't. And then she's like are you mad at me? And he's like well what do you think? Right. So it's it's pretty heavily implied that they stabbed Jane. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <clears throat> they didn't finish the job though and then she just sort of goes on with her day with mm-hmm. the stab wound uh it, it it's it's about empathy i think it's also just about dealing with death kind of because yeah. the idea is that everybody is faced with their mortality and they say multiple times like kind of what does it matter mm-hmm. if it's tomorrow yeah. or later we're all gonna die mm-hmm. every one of us is going to die and that's where the only species that like or uh, that we know of i don't know maybe hippos know but like we're the only species who seems to know that we're gonna die yeah that our existence Uh, is finite yeah and that is a really fucked up thing to know about yourself uh and we i think that knowledge probably uh 
is why we do most of the things we do, right? It, you, have families, you, do you jobs, could, yeah, try you to could have make a that legacy. Argument, yeah. Everything is sort of tied back to the fact that we know we're going to die, and we try not to think about it as much as possible. Yeah. And, and so... But I think what they're sort of putting out here is that they're, while there are characters who react with fear, who try to kill somebody because they're so afraid of their own death, which yeah, they, again is they just want someone to blame for it. Yeah, yeah, um, which again feels just human nature. There's other people who realize, hey, we're all gonna die. We're all the same. Like that's yeah. it's. There's nothing separating us. So what does it matter? And the fact that it's so immediate, it's like every there's that couple. Who realize and they just start saying the truth to each other yeah that was another interesting because the first thing the i think his name is brian the first thing there 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 are a couple that are at uh jane's brother's house christmasina's house uh yeah for his wife's birthday party um the first thing brian does is he goes to the hospital and pulls his dad off life support yeah because his Which dad's is, well i get it though because it's you know it, they, he, he doesn't go ahead Oh, he doesn't know his dad will die tomorrow. I feel like it's like, no. this is something I need to do before I die. Exactly. Because yeah. when he dies, they'll just keep him on life support. And he's like, he mentions later that he had a stroke a while ago. So yeah. he's he's just brain dead. He's in a coma. So, I love that conversation. Yeah, it's a good um, conversation. But it's like, I I'm, like, so he that, that's the first thing he does because it like being faced with his own mortality made him realize I'm, I wasn't doing this for my dad i was keeping him on life support for myself yeah like because he's he's already gone and then his girlfriend just says like i was gonna break up with you before this happened she was like i was i I was gonna i was gonna wait until after your dad died to break up yeah is what she says and then they just like kind of have an honest conversation about because he says something like it wouldn't have worked out yeah we we would never have lasted yeah yeah and then she's like you didn't even show up for my birthday he's like my dad just had a stroke that's why again these are the comedic moments where they have these very like human conversations that are just very funny yeah because of uh, yeah he's like my dad has a stroke and she's like yeah but like you could have texted to say you weren't coming yeah and he says something like i don't want to have this conversation right now oh he said he says uh we don't have to talk about this anymore (laughs) this anymore yeah and then we see them later, and they're just they're just sitting on someone's balcony. They're like, "Who do you think lives in this house?" It's like, I don't know. <laughs> right? There's this d- like society dissolves in this like kind of peaceful way. Yeah. Where it's the same with uh, the woman who walks in on Michelle Rodriguez. Like they just sort of accept it. Yeah. Uh, because what does it matter? Yeah. What? Yeah. What does it matter? Uh, I really like that. Yeah. I, that I liked that aspect of what the movie had to say. It reminds me of a short story in um, a Chuck Palahniuk novel, uh, Haunted, where it's about how we discover that there is, in fact, life after death, and that I think we're all on Neptune or something like that, and we're having a great time up there, and the realization is that reincarnation drags people back from Neptune, uh, so just everybody on Earth starts to kill themselves because they realize, like, if we all die, then we can just all live up there. Uh, I think it's Neptune. It's a real weird story. <laughs> so the it's it's about how like just it, it's 
earth and its mass suicides are happening Jeez. like walmart is selling like suicide pills and they have to sell it behind the counter because people started just dying right there in the aisles and stuff like that like it's a it's a weird story but it reminded me of this in that there's this like weird acceptance mm -hmm. in the society and that's what's neat about it is i think that's what why this isn't a horror movie it's like an anti-horror movie right it's a i i yeah it's it's about like yeah coming empathy and coming to terms with your own mortality and realizing that we're all in the same situation ultimately yeah and i think everybody ultimately even the the brother and his shitty wife like they ultimately are just watching the sunrise together right they sit down at the t like he says i'm gonna make some tea they sit down at the table um, and then she sort of reflects on how shitty she's been as a person. Like, she's like, all the yeah. stupid things I was interested in, like talking about dolphins and shit. Yeah. And he's like, well, it doesn't really matter now. <laughs> like, right. Um, and then they just, they, she's just, she's like, should I open my presents? He's like, yeah. So she just starts opening her birthday presents and that's, that's where yeah. we leave them. Because yeah. why not? Because <laughs> why not? Yeah, why not? Because nothing matters. Nothing matters. It's, it's faced with the ultimate fucking nihilism um by the way we haven't even mentioned i mean i guess spoilers for this movie uh which you could watch it's only like 80 minutes it's pretty short yeah and yeah it's it's a little disorienting at first because you're not exactly sure what the movie's language yes. is but then it, it, i mean once you it, it everything makes sense once yeah. you start getting into it um but they never show them die nope they never show what happens to these people. Nope. It doesn't matter. It doesn't either. matter, yeah. Uh it it definitely like it goes through all the stages cuz I feel like the uh Amy when we first are with her in the apartment, she's listening to the same song over and over. She starts, "Oh, what are the things she does?" Um she she's starts, drinking. She's yeah, she's just hammering some wine. Um she's oh, like yeah. she's laying on the couch. She's like laying on the floor. She it, it's it's clear she has like some sort of tactile thing associated with her anxiety because she's yes. like touching the floor. She's like she she presses up against the wall and starts feeling the wall. She goes outside she, and starts like feeling grass and leaves in her hands. Yeah, she uses the leaf blower. She uses the leaf blower. Yeah, she puts on her sparkly dress and starts using the leaf blower. Yeah, uh, I loved it. Yeah. Uh, but it, it she felt burned, like she burned something too. Uh, yeah uh, we never see what it is i don't think it's a piece it, of paper but it really like it's a good that feeling of depression and anxiety where they don't really know what to do with themselves mm -hmm. like she's just looping the same song because she's finds right. comfort in it and this is the very beginning of it so we don't yet we don't quite know we what's don't happening. right it, but if you're a person who has an anxiety disorder um or has been with somebody who's gone through like an episode an anxiety episode or a panic attack it's like you're just watching it as that you're just oh she's having yeah. an episode right now and that is what she's having yeah like that's <laughs> uh and and so it starts from that idea of like i don't know what to do with myself mm -hmm. um i'm gonna die tomorrow there's this sense of impending doom and then she eventually sort of just lets go uh and and just it it's again it's everybody going through the same thing the bargaining or the the confessions uh the need for redemption like all that stuff happens and then everybody just sort of settles into it mm -hmm. everybody just sort of lets go because there's just the realization 
that there's nothing you can do. And it could be tomorrow or it can be, uh, you know, years and years from now. And that's the point. It's just about coping with dying. It's a cool movie. Mm -hmm. And the song she's listening to is actually um, Requiem by Mozart. Oh, really? Yeah. He was cool, that Mozart. Yeah, he wrote some shit. Yeah. I've heard of him. Um, Yeah, it's a good movie, man. Yeah, I really liked this. It, uh... Man, I I don't feel like there's not much more to say about it. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Hmm, we're only at twenty minutes. <laughs> oh, so. we could. I mean, I, we could talk about uh, that other movie too if we wanted to. I'm not worried about that. Um, oh, what's okay. that other movie? The the found footage, the one we watched. Oh, host, host. We could always talk about host if we if we run out of things to say about this movie. But it's like it's not that it's a it. There isn't anything to say about this movie. It's just that it's like it's it's again 80 minutes it has a very it seems to have a very streamlined point yeah that is pretty easy to catch up on mm-hmm. there's no it's not ambiguous i mean it is but like it's, it's ambiguous it, in a way that you know why it's ambiguous right and there's a there's um man there's some cool there's some really cool shots in it yeah um i like the effect of when people get the virus like it starts flashing red and blue light I was going to ask what do you think that means cuz uh, that's the other thing is this is it's one of those um it's one of those movies where it has a literal translation but it also clearly means something else. I'm not sure what the red and blue lights mean. Yeah, and what the virus is. They um I I assume the filmmakers thought about it. I don't know. It's uh I could easily see this the the idea of this because um, the the director is also the only writer, so she wrote and directed mm-hmm. it, um, and very very notably uh, named the main character after herself. Yeah, okay. Um, the director's Amy Simetz, I think is how you say her name. Right. Um, I could. She did a great job. Oh yeah, no, she's killing it. Yeah. Um, I could see this the idea for this movie being born out of having an anxiety attack or a panic attack and being like, if only other people could understand what this is like or like yeah or the idea of what if this was contagious <laughs> like um yeah i'm not sure it, what it, the, i'm not sure what the red and blue lights mean but i do like there's a repeated motif of like um jane is an artist who takes photographs of slides of she does like micro photography mm-hmm. yeah and i think that has something to do with just the you know adding to the same message of like everything's kind of the same like we're all the same mm-hmm. it also impl- is implication that it's some sort of contagion right too. yeah i think you see the virus leave the blood at one point um mm-hmm. there's a really cool shot of when we're seeing the aftermath of um the attack on jane and her her little microscope slide station is like just bloody as shit um, and her blood is on the slide and we can see it on the projector um, and something appears to leave it as it's on screen yeah but then also that scene ends with just a close-up of what is projecting from the slide and we actually see the blood uh necrotize yeah which is really cool that was really there's some great fucking cinematography in this yeah 
What if it's uh, what if it's plants? What if plants what if are happening? making us? What if it's the yeah. Happening? What if they're convincing us through the wind mm-hmm. that we're gonna to just we're lay, gonna to die? Just lay down under a lawnmower. Yeah. It, this did remind me a little bit of the happening, which is kind of funny, mm-hmm. uh, because I think <laughs> the happening is an extremely stupid movie. Well, because I think this is the movie the happening wanted to be. You know what I mean? Like, I think this was what M. Night was envisioning as like maybe the meaning behind the happening. I don't know. Is that it's mortality or something? Uh, it's just a bad, bad, bad movie with Mark Wahlberg. Uh, it just, I don't know. I It just reminded me of it because I was like, oh, this feels like what the happening should have been. Because it's the, the idea behind this. And I think this is what's going to bother people watching this movie, like horror fans, is that it's a great horror movie idea mm-hmm. that could have been done on a bigger scale uh, as like more of a horror movie. Right. But that's not the story they were telling. That's- but I can see that... I can see that. It's like it follows where it's like, oh, what a beautiful idea, which is that it's a pandemic of people who are simply convinced they're going to die. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could absolutely see that version of the movie. And if, if you know, horror fans go into this expecting that, you're going to be super disappointed because that's, that's not, the, not what it is. That's not the movie the, this, this director wanted to make. It doesn't escalate. There's not like... No, not really. They don't even show the people, the the one scuffle. They don't show it. Yeah, you just see the aftermath. And then the next morning, Jane just walks into a random house holding her side. Yep. Just walks into Michelle Rodriguez's house. Yep. Bleeds on her. Bleeds right on her stomach. And she just yeah. doesn't react to it because nothing matters. She doesn't matters. care because what does it matter? Yeah. <laughs> like, if a person bleeds on you, but you're going to die tomorrow, it's like, what can that blood possibly do? Yeah. Uh, that's what, yeah. Nothing, I love, that's what. Yeah, I really like Josh Lucas in this, uh, <laughs> which is something I didn't think I'd ever say. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, uh, well, actually, you know what? I have nothing against Josh yeah, Lucas. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. Remember when he bounced um, a grenade off the Hulk and blew himself yeah. up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, what a Perfect tremendous death. scene. Yeah. As he's exploding, it becomes a comic book panel. <laughs> yeah. His death becomes a fun comic book panel it's, as his limbs are ripping from his body. Yeah, as the force is liquefying his skeleton and organs. Yeah. Uh, him as the doctor where he's like, he like, he has to like lie down and needs a hug. And he's like, can you, can you hum like my mother did? Yep. And then just looks at her and goes, I need to, I right. need to see my wife. Like they're about to like start making out. And then he's like, I gotta, yeah. I gotta go home and see my wife. I and- love that he was just like, I need to fuck. <laughs> Right well, yeah, well, I, well, they have that scene later uh, with Amy and fucking Adam Wingard, <laughs> and he's they're just they're they're just smoking a bong, and he's just sitting there like so depressed because she clearly yeah. she clearly has given it to him. Um, fucking Adam Wingard. And he's like, "You want to make out? <laughs> sure." And they start making out. Right. And then like uh, he's, he's like he's in too much despair to even do yeah, that. Yeah, he's like, "I can't, I do can't it. do this right now." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's great because nothing fucking matters. Right. Because, yeah, if the world was ending tomorrow, a lot of people would just be wandering in the streets being like, Do you, hey, you want to... Does anybody want to fuck? fuck? Yeah, anybody want to fuck? I need to get one more fuck in uh, before the sun explodes or whatever. Yeah, like fucking melancholia. As foretold, yeah, as <laughs> foretold by the by the aliens that used our children's time capsule mm-hmm. in knowing. Mm-hmm. Remember knowing? Yeah. 
Melancholia is a good one. Uh, yeah. I was going to say the aliens told no one but Lars von Trier. Yeah. That's, that, it, was, uh, that was him, right? I got that right. Wait, in what? Was Melancholia Lars von Trier? Or did I fuck that up? Is Melancholia Lars von Trier? Someone, someone's yelling the answer, and I refuse to look it up. It I is, don't think it is. I, it is. It I is just it? looked it up. It is Lars von okay. Trier. I like that movie a lot. I also watched the Willem Dafoe film, I think it's called 444, The End of the World. There was this weird, there was this moment, because we also had that Seeking a Friend for the End of the World movie, mm-hmm. where not only were they movies about the end of the world, but the end of the world legit happened right, in the, them. Right, the world actually ends in those movies. <laughs> and I enjoy that idea, because I remember seeing the trailer for 2012, and thinking like, yeah, Emmer, kill us all! And then he doesn't, and I was so disappointed. Well, he kills most of us. Not all of us. Not all of us. Some of it's us not some of us get on an arc. Yes. And I really liked <laughs> In- the premise. Including President Danny Glover. Yes. Well I'm glad <laughs> no. Wait, does he I, think I thought he, he gets killed by an aircraft carrier in that one. Fuck, I can't I thought he Isn't made that it. the one where Danny Glover is I thought he made on it. the White House lawn and like the USS John F. Kennedy slams into him? I thought he in a made title it, wave? I thought he made it on onto the ark. Maybe I'm no, fucking I am wrong. almost certain that Danny Glover gets smashed by an aircraft carrier <laughs> in that movie. I need to watch this again. <laughs> yeah. John Cusack, this. you know. I haven't seen this in a while. Woody Harrelson explodes. Yeah, he just stands on the top of a mountain and waits for it to happen, right? Yeah. And so, like, the idea of... Oh, yeah, you're right. The, he does. He does die in, in on yeah. the White House lawn. The, I think the problem is that it's always the hope aspect in those Emmerich movies. It's always that there's something to hope for. And I, I, I've said this before, is I think it would make a really good like TV series, which is a, a entire world fully aware that everybody's going to die on a certain day and they're not being hope. There's no hope. And that's what this movie basically did for me uh, because it's the idea of like, how do we as a society deal with that idea? Because it's not only that these people die tomorrow, mm-hmm. it's that society dies tomorrow. That's what's, I think that's what's key to this movie. That's interesting because it brings in the nihilism which is that it's not just that it's individuals convinced i'm gonna die tomorrow it's no we're all gonna die tomorrow uh that's the realization right that's why there's that date and that's why it's it's everyone uh it's all of us and so that also means that society is for nothing right like everything we've created Mm -hmm. it's the this podcast you know it's all for nothing oh this doesn't matter at all I know, I know. It doesn't matter either way. Yeah, nothing matters. But it's it's there's that element to it, which is that we all kind of know that eventually the sun will explode, and like literally nothing that we've done, the children we leave behind, the legacy, the art, it's all gone eventually. Uh, it's it's the it's the Tibetan or the the monk like sand art that they put out, and then it blows away eventually. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter. Or they, except- just, they just sweep it all up when it's done, right? I, don't uh, know, I, may, I may be thinking of sand paintings. I'm thinking of something else. I think. I don't know. And it's um, the same. It's the same principle. Is that maybe yes, they snort it? Yes, it's beautiful. But the the whole point of, of it is is the fact that it's not going to last. It exists in the moment. Yes, exactly. And that's what it all comes down to: is these people in this movie suddenly existing for the moment, like her rubbing the ground, her mm-hmm. her 
uh, uh, people making out, them playing in the pool. It's the realization of like, none of it matters. And that was always true. That was never not true. But then it's like literally very true for these people. And they, that's what they end up like. It's yeah. It's unwrapping the birthday gifts. Mm -hmm. It's like, Hey, do you want to get in a few more moments? Uh, before it all ends. It's pretty great. Yeah. Like that's a, that's a cool way of, uh, ending it. Right. It's a cool way of, of exploring that idea. Like I really, I just, this movie actually, it didn't, this movie, I, I found this movie weirdly cheerful. Yeah, me too. Even though, I mean, even though it ends with Amy sitting alone in the desert saying, I'm not okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm not okay. And then it just ends. Right. <laughs> we didn't mention that. Yeah. yeah, it ends with her just in the desert. Yeah, she spends her last day, what she believes is her last day on Earth, essentially by herself. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much. Well, she hangs out with Adam Wingard. She hangs out with Adam Wingard and the guy and the and the leather daddy, <laughs> the guy who and makes the leather, leather daddy, the yeah. leather daddy. Yeah. That fucking weirdo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that she's planning for that, but it's like. For her, it's like she dies tomorrow. But for others, it's like it becomes a collective thing. Um, I think that's the difference, right? Is she is dying. She's facing it alone. Mm-hmm. Well, ev- other Everybody people choose else to face it together. Correct, yeah. And what does that mean? I think it means that, you know, in, 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 the, in the literal text of the movie, it's, it's, again, it's the thing that we're all in this together, so we should all be empathetic with each other. Um, yeah. And I think in terms of the film's subtext about anxiety, it's like, you know, it's like saying, you know, don't isolate when you do this, when this right. happens to you. Like you can, you can always have people around you that, you know. Here's the other thing. The disease isn't, this is, all right, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. The disease isn't a mental health issue. It's not the anxiety. Uh, that's not what the, the pandemic is. No. It's simply the knowledge that they're going to die. That's it. Yep. That's the thing that spreads. So everybody's reaction to it isn't a symptom of that. It's just people being humans. Right. And so the realization where you're going, like where you, where you were getting at with we're not alone, it's no, we're not alone. We all have this. Mm-hmm. Anxiety is is within all of us. Some people experience it differently than others, mm-hmm. or some people experience it more than others. But that's the idea that you're not alone. Everybody has to, again, everybody has to deal with this idea that they're going to die. That's, that's. Again, I feel like the root of things like anxiety and stuff, because the anxiety is feeling like something's wrong. It's the feeling like I'm going to die. Yeah, the the doomed feeling. Yeah, and we all have that because we all feel doomed because we all have that fucking knowledge in us. Mm -hmm. Unless we can like build a machine, you know, that like zaps our brains. Yeah. Can I join? Can I join the singularity? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's be replicas. Yeah, can you like put the Keanu can you put Reeves me in movie? A fucking sweet ass robot body. Yeah, but then robots will die too when the sun explodes. Well, sure, but or we'll get frozen, and then uh, an advanced robot species will find us later mm-hmm. and reunite us with our mother mm-hmm. and uh, our using teddy bear. like her hair from yeah, with like 
hair from our teddy bear. I don't know. That movie is fucked up. <laughs> it's extremely fucked up. I kind of want to watch AI. You know, the flesh again. circus. Yeah. Isn't that what they not call what it? Not what I expected something called the flesh circus no, to be. No, it was very different. It was, it, was, it was not a good time at all. No, it was a bummer. Like a flesh circus. You you hear that, you're like, oh, let me let me stroll inside and see what this is about. And it is not is it what you flesh think fair? it is. It might be flesh fair. I can't remember. It's something like that. I don't know. All I know is either flesh fair or flesh circus. I, I would go to something called that in a, in a heartbeat. I'd be like, fuck yeah. And then you get there and you're like, there's not a single orgy here. No, the, you know, it's just people punishing robots like weirdos. Mm-hmm. What a what a what a fucking what a disappointment like flesh fair or flesh circus that's where i would go if i knew i had a day left to live i'd go to the flesh circus yeah take me to the flesh fair yeah i get in a cab and be like i demand you take me to the flesh fair mm-hmm. and they know what it press means. this into my face mm-hmm. um this director, she hasn't... Uh, I looked her up before. She hasn't done much, right? Um, she's done a lot of independent stuff and some television. Okay. So uh, she has... She, opposite. Opposite of what I said. <laughs> yeah, so she has done stuff. Yeah. She's also... she's uh, She has a lot of movies that she's acted in. She's been in a ton. Yes, I remember that. She's an actress. Mm-hmm. She's a. I think um, she plays Danny McBride's wife in Alien Covenant. Sure. Uh, <laughs> fucking why not? She's definitely. Yeah. She's definitely uh, the the mom in the new Pet Cemetery. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's a good actress. Yeah. Um, I'd rather. Uh, I mean, I don't know why it's a choice. I I'd rather see stuff she directs now. Uh, but. You know, yeah, she, she, could, she could act. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not a choice. She doesn't I have read to a, choose. I read an interview with her this week. and Also, what, what the fuck does she care what I think? Right, so, right, 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 right. I read an interview with her this past week where she was talking about this movie and um, working on Pet Cemetery, And it was like, the working on Pet Cemetery paid for this film, but also like, you know, she just wanted to be in it. <laughs> like, I was about to say that is like, someone should give her a Marvel film. Yeah. Uh, she should do one and then she should peace out mm-hmm. and just do more of this shit. I don't know. This was like, this movie was exciting to me because mm-hmm. it's weird. It's kind of like a, it feels like a cult, like an indie film. Did you, uh, did you happen to, I don't know how much of the credits you watched. Did you happen to notice who two of the producers were? No. The dudes who made the endless. Oh shit. Yeah. That's, that's exactly, oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Because the endless, those guys are exactly the same tone of like what excites me mm-hmm. with this genre is that it's fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, and this movie is so fucking weird, and I love it. Yeah. It. Uh, it's good, man. <laughs> yeah. But uh, people should check it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I said, she had done Pet Cemetery, which paid for this film. But she wanted to do Pet Cemetery because she liked the directors, because she liked Starry Eyes. Yeah, because of Starry Eyes. That checks yeah. out. <laughs> and also, it's like, hey, I get to work with John Lithgow. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, I'll do this movie. Fucking yeah. Everybody yeah. wants to get on that get Lithgow Get on that train. Lithgow. <laughs> oh, can you imagine Lithgow in this movie? <laughs> yes. Uh, it'd be perfect. Can you imagine Jason Clark in this movie? <laughs> He'd just kill everyone. <laughs> 
I was about to say Jason Clark. I feel he'd be like, yeah, I died tomorrow. And that would be it. He'd just like continue his job. And oh, like, yeah, he might. Care. Yeah, that might be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or he'll just start burying everybody in the pet cemetery. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like everybody get in the pet cemetery. Right, everybody get in the pet cemetery. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, let's wait to die in the pet cemetery. We're, we're coming back as revenants. Fuck yeah. I uh I want I want to see more Michelle Rodriguez in movies like this. Yeah, it was um, it was uh, like I said it was a shock to see her. I was like, "Oh shit." Um, yeah, cuz she pretty much started in the Fast and the Furious franchise, right? That's the like, first thing I remember seeing her in, but I think she on, had I'm done something before then. I can't she remember. She had done two movies before. Girl Fight and 3 a.m. Right, Girl Fight. That's what and it was. And I feel yeah i wonder if she had a um i don't know it's just curious i'm curious as to what she has in her acting chops wise because she immediately she's like jason statham without the guy Ritchie stuff you know she immediately was like i'm action right right well she's got Uh, she's got the look too yeah and so like i don't know seeing her in this like it never occurred to me like yeah she's never been in like a drama and well, maybe I, she should be. I think Girl more? Fight's a drama. Is it? Yeah. <clears throat> that's, yeah. That's where she yeah. plays a boxer, if I remember she correctly. She plays a boxer. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, I'll have to watch Girl Fight. But like, you know what I mean? Where it's it's not something that you think of her. Right. Where she's not uh, beating people up or <laughs> like yeah. or being cool. Now I'm looking at her. Was she in Lost? She was. She was on season two of Lost. What the fuck? Um, but they killed her off. I think because she got a DUI while they were filming, it was kind of it was yeah. kind of bullshit. Because like I don't know, I don't know. I don't. Nobody need needs to be in loss though. That's it's true. Funny. That's true. They were probably doing her a favor. She can move on to Resident Evil Retribution. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was a real shock. It's the same. You just rewatched Lost recently, right? No, I'm never going to rewatch Lost. Uh, okay, well, it's the end of season two when Michael is going to steal the boat to get his stupid kid out of there. I don't know. I don't know who the person you just mentioned is. I watched it once. I watched Lost once. I binge watched it, mm-hmm. and I felt like I wanted my time back, and then yeah. I moved on with my life. Well, anyway, he shoots her and another character. Okay. Um, to, Spoilers so, so, for Lost. So that he can get away with his stupid... What was his kid's name? It was Who's some, Michael? Um, he's... Oh, man, he was also... He, was, he's, he gets eaten by the bear in the edge. Hmm... Harold Perrineau, I think is his name. The Edge. We should watch The Edge. I haven't watched The Edge. I haven't watched The Edge since like 1997. Yeah. Oh, I've watched it recently, but it's probably time. It's probably time to watch The Edge. It probably is, right? Yeah. Um, Was he the bear? He probably wasn't the bear. No, he was the guy that gets gets eaten by the bear. I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, this fucking guy. I know this guy. guy. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, okay, he, it's all coming together. He shoots Michelle Rodriguez and one of the other characters so that he can get away. Good for him. To put his, his stupid kid who has an old man's name. Somebody's screaming it at me while they're watching it. Yeah, this guy played Blade in the TV mini series of Blade that I didn't know existed. Holy shit. Oh, it's an animated series. Oh, okay. that, that checks out, yeah. I was like, I was what like, the how fuck did is I, happening? How did I miss yeah. a Blade miniseries? Yeah, yeah, it, it, that's fucked up. Um, good for this guy. Sure. You know? Walt. That's his fucking kid's name. Walt. This all sounds very familiar. Yeah. 
I don't I don't know. I'm again, I'm never going to watch Lost. It's going to slowly slip away mm-hmm. in my mind. I mean, that's fine. And that's until fine. the sun explodes and nothing matters. The edge will live on though. Right. My, in my we'll final still be breath, watching the edge. Yeah, my final breath will be to launch a copy of the edge into space. A, a VHS copy of the right, edge. Right, that's if you got the virus and knew that you were going to die mm-hmm. tomorrow, the first thing you would do is is go to like NASA. Yeah. And launch and a NASA rocket. would be like, we know. We know. We have we it. Know. We have ready. the edge. Yeah, we put we're it on launching we ha- we into have a, space. A VHS, a DVD, a laser disc. We have all formats just in case the well, aliens. Okay. Let's talk this out, Tom. Sure. If you were showing an alien race a, a single movie to encapsulate us, why not the edge? I have no argument. Yeah. It shows our it shows nature. It shows our survival instincts, our our willingness to survive, um, and the unfortunate of us like uh, turning on each other as well. Mm-hmm. It warns people about Alec Baldwin. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a real it's, it's got, a real mask off moment for Alec Baldwin. Yeah, it's got a bear in it, which is arguably I think the best animal, right? I think so. Yeah, I think bears are the best animal. Uh, they win at being an animal. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Why not show aliens the edge? I have, and let them, I have no argument. Yeah. And let them judge us. Mm-hmm. It's either the edge or days of thunder. Mm-hmm. One or the other. It, yeah. I mean, if there's time, both. Uh, whole, yeah. But I, definitely ideally, one or the other. Ideally, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, any other thoughts about She Dies Tomorrow? It's just a really... That's a good movie. Yeah, it's a really good movie. It's fucking weird. It is weird, yeah. Um, we didn't talk about the host or host or whatever. Yeah, we don't need to. No, that's a fun movie too. Watch it. Yeah. It's an hour long. It's an hour there, long. That, it's it's on Shutter. It's a fun, fun. It's a fun found footage movie done entirely yeah. from a Zoom chat. Yeah, that concludes our review of Host. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This is this is an interesting one. I, it's not for everybody, uh, but it's it's. I think if you're ready to watch like more of an indie artsy uh, kind of horror movie, not really more I would, like a I would, thriller. I would not call it a horror movie at all. No, it's also it's fucking eighty whatever minutes. So yeah, just go watch it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um. End of episode. Okay, I guess so. Excuse me. Um. Jeez, jeez, Tom. Yeah, I mean, you should probably tell him at the Patreon. I guess. Um, you know what? Check out our Patreon, guys. Patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. Mm. We have exclusive podcasts there, like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman and Fox Mulder's a Maniac. Mm-hmm. We, maybe maybe we'll do a podcast just about The Edge. Um, you know what? We probably should. Yeah. like we, po- we do like an hour for every 10 minutes of The Edge we watch. Right, so we, we watch really, 10 minutes. We really dissect it. Yeah. We really take this movie apart. Anthony Hopkins, uh, Alec Baldwin, The Edge. <laughs> Written by David Mamet, I just learned this moment. What? Uh, <laughs> hold on. Let me, let me double that check that. I'm sorry, be right. right. <laughs> Everybody hold on. Everybody hold on. Uh, the Edge. Written, yep. David Mamet. David Mamet uh, wrote, wrote that The movie? Edge. All right. The fuck is he doing Glenn writing Glenn that Ross's movie? Glenn Ross's Spanish Prisoners. Fucking David, David Mamet. Mamet. Right in the fucking edge. I mean, why not? Uh, okay, this is... It's the director of Next. The Nicolas Cage movie Next. 
and Triple X State of the Union and Die Another Day also directed David Mamet's The Edge. What the absolute fuck is going <laughs> what the on? Shit is going on. Also, is, if you look, are we going to die you, tomorrow? If you look at the poster of The Edge, it looks like both Anthony Hopkins and Alec Baldwin are trying to do a bear face. Yeah. Also, did you know David Mamet's in an episode of Doctor Cats? I did not know that. It's fucking wild. Why on earth would I have known that? Yeah. Um, David Mamet's The Edge. <clears throat> All right. Uh, we also have a store, tpublic.com slash store slash Gameplay Unemployed. We can check out t-shirts, posters, mugs, stickers, masks, The Edge, I guess. Maybe we can start selling copies of The Edge. Yeah, just VHS copies of The Edge sure. by David Mamet. Fucking <laughs> David Mamet. David Mamet's The Edge. That, that has colored the rest of my afternoon. <laughs> I'm watching this like as soon as we stop recording. I don't know what to do with this I, information. I... I'm going to be walking around my house, feeling the floors, uh, <laughs> leaf blowing, and just looping the edge. Oh, my gosh. Fuck. 